We're in the Thanksgiving holiday week in the U.S. Many of us will be fortunate to have an extended weekend, maybe one or two extra days off. For some of us, our time off may be unpaid, while others may be granted paid time off during this holiday weekend. No matter what our situations, it bears taking a moment to pause and be thankful. From there, some self-reflection. Where were you this year? Where are you now? Does your resume reflect your progress to date? How about your experience? More importantly, does your resume reflect the value you brought to your past jobs? And does it reflect the value you can bring to future employers? Join me for episode 181. It's time to review your resume. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I've helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, it's Craig Ansell, and you're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. We're rolling into episode 181. It's time to review your resume. Now, you might notice my energy's a little higher this week. You might even sense that I have a smile. Well, all that's true. It's an exciting week here at Craig Ansell LLC and Career Growth Made Easy because a couple things are going on. First of all, we've got a great show for you talking about considering updating your resume, and we'll get into that in a minute. But also, it's coming up on the U.S. holiday for Thanksgiving. So it's going to be a time to celebrate with family, friends, get together. And some of us may have the opportunity to have an extended weekend. That's right, an extra one or two days off. For some, they will be unpaid, but appreciated days, I'm sure, of break, of just relaxing, taking a brief mini vacation. For others, it might be paid. You know, the benefits do vary with your job and your position, but either way, I'll take the days off, paid or unpaid. The other reason we're celebrating is that recently we were very proud to launch a new show through a Hollywood-based company called Electrocast. They use Megaphone, and it's a sister company from Spotify. Our new show is called Career Advancement with Craig Ansell. So if you're looking for something else to fill your brain with, to educate yourself on. Career Advancement with Craig Ansell would be an ideal podcast to start listening to. It's different than this show, which deals with entry-level job positions, resumes, cover letters, and first-time interviews. The Career Advancement works more on experienced folks looking to transition in their jobs, potentially transition careers, looking for promotions, or moving into strong leadership roles. So try it out, Career Advancement with Craig Ansell. But back to today's show, talking about it's time to review your resume. It's kind of funny, because sometimes when I ask people about their resume, they may have unfortunately lost their job, they're unhappy with their conditions, and they're just thinking about moving on. They don't actually know where their resume is. 
So the first thing we need to do here for time to review your resume is find out, do you have a resume? Now, are you shaking your head, maybe raising your shoulders on me? I can't see it through this microphone, but I kind of feel it, right? So if you're not sure you have a resume or you don't know where it is, take a pause, write yourself a note, pull over if you're driving and put a reminder on your phone or your tablet. Your resume is a very important document, and though you may not need it now, you will need it in the future. Even if you plan on staying with the same company, resumes are a strong tool if another position opens in your company and you have to reintroduce yourself to new folks, even though you already work in that branch, maybe it's a different group, a different branch, a different sector that you need to bring awareness to of your capabilities and skills. That resume is the best tool, the best vehicle to move you forward. Next, once you've located it, how old is it? When's the last time you updated it? Now, be honest with yourself. You might pride yourself and say, Craig, I take really good care of my documents, especially my professional life, and I'm really proud of them. And hey, you know, they're on top of things. You know, they're they're updated. Go back and look. I challenge you. Have you updated your resume in the last few months? Ugh, right? The last six months? How about a year? Were we talking about these same things over a year ago, last holiday break for the new year? I bet we were. But the question is, did you do anything about it? All right. I hopefully have your attention and got you thinking. Your resume should be updated because if not, it's cheating you. It's cheating you out of your background, your experiences, the things that you've learned, the things you've done, your accomplishments. And we're going to get into a little bit of the details about time to update your resume and some of the key things that I see employers looking for and some of the things that they really don't show interest in or that turns them off. Now, here's the thing. When you go through your job and your career, it's about the value that you bring to your past employers. It's important to document those values. Yes, you perform tasks. Yes, you perform activities. Yes, you and I may have completed, in my case, projects, project management. Those things can be done by many people, unfortunately. I use this trick or actually this tip with people when I'm working with them one-on-one. And I'll say, let's say there's two of you, yourself and an identical twin, and you work in the exact same job. Now, here's the catch. There's an opening coming up. Now, only one of you can be awarded this position. Which one of you will get it? And usually the candidate says, well, I don't know if we're identical other than our names. And I said, that's the problem. Most people are going to put down the tasks, the activities, the jobs you've performed. And there's nothing wrong with that because it's truthful. The problem, though, is with regards to a resume, we need to spruce it up. Talking about the tasks, the activities, they're expected that you be done, uh, that you're doing those things, right? It's part of your job role, your responsibilities. What I'm suggesting we look at is looking at the activities we completed and turning them into value-added statements, value propositions. That way, your past employers, if, if needed, would be able to see what you've accomplished for them, the money you made them, the money you saved them, maybe you reduced schedule, maybe you improved efficiency on a certain project or a certain task. Maybe you have an eye out for finding um, health or safety problems or concerns or violations, and you're really good at that. That might lead you in a path of being interested in EHS, Environment, Health, and Safety. 
when they say, hey, what drove you here? What, what's, your, what's your reason for applying for this position? You could state the various points that you've raised with your company to improve environmental health or safety conditions. You know, it really depends on what your attention to detail is and if you have an eye for that detail. But then after that, you have to find a way to convey that message to your leadership team in a way that is respectful and appreciative yet of still you working there. You don't want to go around complaining about activities. So it really is a matter of how you convey that message. And sometimes it matters how you convey it on paper. And that's where the resume comes in. So I mentioned earlier you know, in the intro, talking about that self-reflection. Where were you this year? Where are you now? And ask you, does your resume reflect that progress? But now let's take another twist, okay? In fact, most importantly, where do you want to go? However, it's not time to leave the past behind just yet. Many people say, don't look in the rearview mirror, rather look out the windshield. Well, we'll get there, but you have to address some points first. If an opportunity came up at your work, or maybe from a friend or family member mentioning a new role in a different company, would you be prepared? Many of us aren't. For one, we don't know where or when the last update happened to our resume. We don't know the latest winning trends for job applications, resumes, and latest techniques for winning the interview. In some cases, I've worked with people that were offered job positions, but the offer was very poor financially and regarding benefits. After having discussions with them, they realized that their resume did not place them in the strongest position for that interview. Although they were proud to be awarded the interview, the job offer was less than satisfying financially. I explained that I've talked to a number of employers, and I've started to see a trend come up, that if I were to ask you, when do you think that your salary range is capped, or when do you think your salary range is determined? Most people would say during the interview, they'd say after they heard me speak and you know my value statements, they would decide, well, here's the kicker. That's partially true. After your job application is submitted and generally along with the resume, if you're selected for an interview, your future employer already has bounds or brackets on what they're intending to pay you. One of the first ways they met you was through the job application, maybe a little research on some social media, but then also your resume. So that's where they start to form opinions about you, your capabilities, your skill set, your potential value. And while they're forming opinions on your potential value, they're also forming opinions on your potential pay if they're going to offer you a salary or a position at their company. So don't sell yourself short. Make sure that when you need a resume, it's updated. And if you don't know how to put value-added statements on your resume, if you notice that your resume generally has tasks, job descriptions, activities performed, again, those are true statements. There's nothing wrong with that. I just suggest, though, that you convert them to value-added statements, talking about specific measurable goals that you've achieved or obtained. Again, revolving around money, whether it's something you earn the company in the sense of you made additional sales. Maybe it was with regards to um, reducing returns for your products because you work in a quality group and you're able to minimize returns. 
Take your metrics from the before and after and show a difference you made the company. If you work in a time-based situation, scheduling or production, maybe there's a throughput situation. How much volume did you produce last year as a team, as a company, or maybe individually? And how much did you produce this year? Did you shave some time off a particular process or procedure? In the end, that means you and the company are more efficient. You'll likely get more throughput, more products, more services out the door, and as a result, make more services and products available to your end customers, the paying customer. Those are all great points to bring up, and those are points that I would welcome you add to your resume. If, in fact, you need help with those situations, I have two offers for you, and it's a wonderful time of year to do this because as we're entering Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for you, my listener, and for all my customers. We're going to be offering a special, and it is 50% off my resume masterclass. You heard me right, 50% off. You can go on to my online course and take it as many times as you need as your resume changes and as you need to update it. If you need to create your first resume, my resume masterclass has you covered. If you're just looking to tweak it and update it to add those value-added statements and get the best value offer you can when they give you the job offer in the interview, the course is right for you. And finally, if you happen to have significant experience and you're transitioning careers or you're moving from one job area to another, the Resume Masterclass can help you redesign your entire resume, give it a facelift, and start you out fresh and anew for your next position. So please consider going to craigansell.com, that's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com, and looking at my classes. I have my Resume Masterclass that will be on sale for 50% off, as well as my Cover Letter Masterclass if you're interested. I know a lot of people don't use them anymore, but in the odd chance that you do, I walk you through step-by-step from a blank sheet of paper to finished product, both on my Resume Class and my Cover Letter Masterclass. So now, back to our discussion on asking, it's time to review your resume, and do you have that review done? Don't forget all these value-added statements. Remember what you've achieved over the years. If you don't know when and where you updated your resume last, take a pause. Make yourself important. Don't sell yourself short. Start thinking about your performance reviews. Start thinking about cataloging what achievements you've had, what successes, Have you received any notes, any emails, any complimentary calls, voicemails, texts? You might make yourself feel good by reviewing those, but that's not the point. Yes, we're appreciated in those cases. The point is to store them, to log them, so that when the time comes, you can be recognized for what you've achieved. Would you also consider logging your weaknesses, areas that were challenges for you? Okay, there's an old tool out there that I use, and it's called SWAT. No, I'm not talking da na na the police department stuff. Okay, it's S W O T, strength, weakness, opportunity, and threat. We're going to focus on the S W briefly. The S is for your strengths. Know what your strengths are. You may have one or a few, but know what they are so that you can keep them polished and strong. But on your weaknesses, or as I say, your least strength. You should know what those are as well, because everybody has at least one weakness. I know it's hard to hear. We all have one at a minimum. And with that said, we need to work on them to improve them, to grow them. 
Imagine taking your weakness, which might be a D, a C minus, some kind of grade level like that, working on it over the last six months or year, and you're proud to say by talking to your peers or your management, they've recognized you, excuse me, they've recognized you now up to a B minus or a B, maybe even a B plus. You've significantly moved the needle on that weakness. Eventually, that weakness will become a strength, believe it or not, and then it's time to look at your next weakness and grow that one. So it can kind of be a challenge. I talked about these strengths and weaknesses when I recently spoke at Siemens Energy. Their Diversity and Inclusion Council asked me to talk on coaching and mentoring as well as mentees. And the biggest thing was talking about what you can do to help someone else. Well, if you have a strength, share it with someone. If you have a weakness, ask for help, study, research on the web, listen to great podcasts. You've got Career Growth Made Easy with yours truly, as well as the new show through the Hollywood-based Electrocast company, Career Advancement with yours truly. I can't thank you enough for sticking around to the end, listening to my show regarding reviewing your resume. Please do take it seriously. Thank you so much for your time. This has been the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Please don't forget to visit craigansell.com. We've got our 50% off sale for my resume masterclass going on right now. Do yourself a favor, grab lifetime access so you can create, update, or redesign your resume whenever you need. And don't forget, I recommend one resume per job application. This is not a one-and-done process if you truly want to earn the interview and get the best salary offer when it comes time for negotiation. CraigAnsell.com, classes, resume masterclass. We'll talk to you next week. God bless.